You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. All right, it's great to be uh, back with you. We're coming up on 32 minutes past the hour. My name is Monsignor Patrick Schumacher, coming to you live from my office at Corpus Christi Church in Bismarck, where I'm pastor. Karen Selinski is with me. We've had great interviews with Bishop David Kagan, Monsignor James Shea, and Dr. Beverly Everett. Uh, Finally, uh, to take us to the top of the hour, I want to visit with you about a a local event going on at St. Anne's Parish here in Bismarck, as well as some thoughts as we move towards uh, Gaudete Sunday, our third Sunday uh, of Advent. Um, Let me visit with you first about the the O antiphons. O is in the letter O. The the O antiphons um, happen every Advent. And uh, they begin on the 17th of December to the 23rd. And they're a part of evening prayer. They accompany the Magnificat. In in any event, this, this is a tradition of Advent. The O antiphons. And um, for each of the seven days, this goes back to the seventh century, um, the O antiphons um, represent Old Testament titles of the Messiah. And and so, so the USCCB said this about the O antiphons. They are a magnificent theology that uses ancient biblical imagery drawn from the messianic hopes of the Old Testament to proclaim the coming Christ as the fulfillment not only of Old Testament hopes but present hopes as well. So there are seven of them and the Church of St. Anne is going to add two more to give us a novena and it begins it begins tonight mm-hmm. i believe uh karen has information on this as well uh it begins tonight karen is that right yes and i i think we did have an, a lot of information in the dakota catholic action about it um and father holcalter um at st anne's as well as many of our priests from the bismarck diocese has put this together so i think monsignor you're kind of the expert knowing a yeah. lot about it, so yeah. Well, he, uh, Father Hochalter approached me at our uh, Medora convocation of priests this uh, this fall, and he said he had this idea, and he asked me to be one of the presenters, and uh, so he he personally asked um, nine priests. Uh, this is kind of like a parish mission mm-hmm. at the Church of Saint Anne in Bismarck. It begins tonight. Um, at 7 p.m. and um, the uh, final night will be with Father Holcalter on December 22nd. So there are there are nine there are nine evenings, and there are there are nine priests that will present each evening, and uh, I'll be I'll be one of them. But uh, the priests that will begin. Father Paul Gardner is a parochial vicar at the Church of St. Anne. He will lead off the novena um, tonight 
on Thursday, December 14th at St. Anne's at 7 p.m. Um, the other priests that will follow are uh, Father Russ Kovash, Father Josh Waltz, Father Stephen Vetter, Father Jeff Zwak, Father Josh Eli, I will present, and then Father Jared Johnson, and finally Father Craig Holkalter, the pastor of the Church of St. Anne. So at 7 p.m., um, these events will run approximately uh, an hour. It's like a neat parish mission, using the seven O antiphons, and then they've added two uh, for a novena. So, so there's going to be singing, uh, there's going to be reading from the Old Testament. They're going to read the O Antiphon. Uh, I'm assigned Zephaniah chapter three. So, so the, these are these are Old Testament titles for the Messiah. That's what the O Antiphon is. And then um, there'll be a time of uh, hearing the Word of God from the Old Testament, a homily from nine different priests. It's kind of cool. And then um, each of the nine evenings will feature um, uh, an, an, uh, a reflection, and there, there's a couple uh, with some some refreshments as well. I, I think I think at the end. So uh, consider this. Uh, I, I think um, I think it's a great i I think it's a great idea. Um, and the the O antiphons are um, are something we kind of need to. Um, remember, uh, Karen, and we, we, we highlighted these as our theme la last year here at Corpus Christi, the O Antiphons. And if you want to uh, get familiar with them again and to, to hear a lot of different priests speak, it begins tonight at St. Anne's in Bismarck. And l like I said, um, the reason you listen to Real Presence Live is you get ideas through the Upper Midwest. And this idea came from their seminary at Kenrick Lennon. And uh, they brought it here, and I, I think it's going to be, um, I think it's going to be, it's going to be great. I mean, I don't know how much you can say about the O antiphons. Well, each antiphon is different. I'm going to have to kind of watch, uh, Karen, I'm going to have to kind of watch the six priests before me online so that I don't uh, waste anybody's time. <laughs> I don't know how much more you can say. Uh, but um, it, it, uh, it's an opportunity for us. It's an Advent novena uh, that uh, not only helps us understand the beauty of the waiting of our Lord, uh, but uh, it's local here in Bismarck, and perhaps it's an idea for your parish in the future. So I'm curious with the word novena, because I've made many um, over many years for different things. Lady of Endure of Knots is a, is a very powerful one. Um, what, how does that all tie in? Is there a specific, like, are we praying for a specific reason or, you know, how you do for nine days? Uh, a, a novena is a, is a, is a nine-day prayer. And, and uh, the, the first novena, of course, was a waiting uh, of the Holy Spirit uh, after the ascension. Uh, and so we, we, we have a, this devotion uh, of nine days of prayer um, as, as a very powerful prayer, prayer tradition. And, but what, what I like about what they're doing here, and uh, there's an article in the Dakota Catholic Action, I, I have it here in front of me, from December of 2023, uh, in which Father Hochalter, um, 
uh, articulates uh, his his model that he's going to present. Uh, not only hearing from a different priest each night adds value, uh, but the, the the question is, you know, how do we how do we live Advent well? You know, how, how do we, you know, this th- as he said in in his article, this is different than Lent. Um, you know, there's a lot of writings in Lent and. Uh, Advent's a lot different, he said. Advent is shorter. It's closer to Christmas. We're perhaps busier. Um, the weather can be a little more difficult. And so that this is an opportunity to give people a chance to to really enter into Advent, or as I said, to, to bring Christ into our hearts personally uh, before we... Um, uh, before we celebrate Christ coming into the world. So, you know, we got music. We visited with Dr. Beverly Everett about that. We got the sacraments. And, and now we have this, this I, I ca- kind of call it a parish mission mm-hmm. at St. Anne's. It's interesting, I think, because um, you prepare for Advent and then you are preparing for Christmas. So this is just another step to help us prepare for Christmas. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's a, ver- it's a v- very deliberate mm-hmm. um, um, step uh, to prepare us for Christmas. And uh, so, so all people um, are, are invited. This is a, a parish mission, but remember, all are invited. And uh, the, the priests and staff at St. Anne's want, want people uh, far and beyond St. Anne's to, to feel welcome. Uh, Father Hochalter is a gracious host. He lived with me for three years as a newly ordained priest, and he's he's a he's a great priest and a gracious host. And uh, look um, look look at this. Uh, perhaps um, it's been well publicized, and I know this show comes on the day it's beginning. And you don't have to. Uh, you also don't have to attend all nine. Right. Um, uh, uh, Karen, th- th- this this will be live streamed. Uh, so if you if you can't, uh, I mean, the Lord knows there's you know hockey and you know shopping and <laughs> eggnog and you know I still want to walk through the lights over in Mandan. Uh, that that that's really cool. And I'm taking the priests of the the Corpus Christi Rectory out tonight. Uh, for for supper, just so that we can you know kind of catch up, and I mean, everybody's got something going on, mm-hmm. but but you can you can partake in this uh, novena. You don't necessarily have to be physically there f- every night, but just know that it's there for you now, starting tonight, 7 p.m. Uh, through December 22nd, and um, so I, I want to highlight that. I, I know if Father Holcalter was here, he would he would do it better. But you know, I, I'm a, I'm happy to be a, a guest homilist there uh, coming up. Awesome. Well, thank you for doing that, Monsignor. We greatly appreciate, and and also thank you for stepping in today and helping us. Well, it's been it's been good. <laughs> it's been fun, and thanks for setting up in my office. All I got to do is walk across the street and 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 go on the air for for our Real Presence Radio listeners. It is a listener supported. Um, radio station mm-hmm. and and I know that people have visited with me commented with me about how 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 real presence radio is becoming their new talk radio uh, that that's kind of neat mm-hmm. uh, or or they're 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 in situations where uh, they they have to get out of their routine and 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 wait sometimes through some difficult circumstances at the bedside of a f- sick family member or 
at the bedside of, of somebody who's not doing well. Uh, I know that Real Presence Radio has, has brought so many people comfort, and, and, and indeed, it is, it is used by our Lord as a means of, of a lot of grace. And so it's great to be uh, with you. What we're going to do, Karen, to wrap this up, we're going to take a short break. I'm going to kind of highlight some of the themes I'm going to speak on this weekend uh, to the uh, people at Corpus Christi about John the Baptist. We're going to wrap up with that. How does it sound? A few more of our thoughts. So let's take a couple minutes. We'll be back in just one moment. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Searching for more great Catholic content? Visit our website at realpresenceradio.com. Find Catholic news you can trust, information about events coming up in the local area, and the latest on what's happening at the RPR Network. And don't forget that you can listen to any of our stations around the clock from anywhere in the world. Need prayers for someone or something in your life? You can submit those through our online form for the entire family to pray for. Real Presence Radio, your family of faith and hope. Online at realpresenceradio.com. As Catholic people, we recognize our lives are gifts from God. Blessings received are a result of God's grace and goodness. Our Lord entrusts us to be good stewards of His many gifts. We are called to conduct lives that honor Him and bear witness to our faith in Jesus Christ. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio. As we begin a new year, let's reflect a moment on stewardship. Your life should provide an example to others in the way you live your faith, the way you manage your possessions, and the way you plan your estate and personal affairs. You have spent a lifetime acquiring your assets and living your faith. Fortunately, we can provide you with an estate planning guide that allows you to put all of your important information in one place and enable you to document your intentions. To request an estate planning guide, please visit our plan giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started. This is Dr. Ryan Sappo from Lumen Vision in Fargo. Many times every day in our office, I see children whose eyes don't work the way we take for granted. If the eyes aren't working together as a team, aren't jumping back and forth appropriately, or aren't focusing correctly, children will fall behind in academic and athletic performance. Lumen Vision specializes in treating these eye movement issues through a process called vision therapy. You can learn more about vision therapy on our website, www.lumen.vision. Lumen Vision is a proud sponsor of Real Presence Radio. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. All right, uh, welcome back to Real Presence Live. I got you just for about another 10 minutes, and I want to kind of close. Um, Karen Solinsky is here with me. I'm Monsignor Schumacher. It's been a great show from my office here at Corpus Christi. During my homilies for uh, the feast day of the Immaculate Conception, I told a story. Uh, Years ago, as a young priest, I was asked to be involved with an an ecumenical uh, event where I I appeared with a Lutheran minister, and we kind of had a ecumenical prayer service and then anyway people could could ask questions and and the the idea was the lutherans would ask me questions the catholic would ask the the protestant minister questions and so a catholic asked the protestant minister 
why the Protestant tradition does not have or, or why it really doesn't promote um, devotion to Mary. And, and his response was that um, uh, uh, our attention, he said, our focus is on Christ. And he, and he quoted, which, which, is a, which is a good quote, uh, from Paul's letter to the Corinthians, uh, where, where Paul said, I, I, I promise to know nothing with you but Christ and him crucified. I, I, I promise to know nothing while I was with you except Christ and him crucified. It's a, it's a wonderful quote from 1 Corinthians. In fact, I put that on one of my priest cards when I was ordained a priest. But you know, um, and, and, and then I, then we went on to some other things and, you know, you're kind of asked to follow up and then I didn't, you know, you, you kind of like later on you realize, well, you know, you should, but, but, um, the Protestant minister said, we don't have or promote a devotion to Mary because our focus is on Christ. And, and, and really as Catholics, when we look at the life of Mary, uh, Mary really turns our focus to Christ. In fact, um, when we look at all the things she did in Scripture, if we want to talk scriptural, um, Mary for she forces us to focus on Christ. That that's the only thing she ever has done, and because um, Christ is where she leads us, N not just from uh, her fiat or for her last command in the Gospel of John for us to to do whatever our Lord tells us. But um, we, we need to uh, invoke uh, her help, and th this is another gift that the Church gives us in Mary, because our Lord gave us Mary as our mother at the foot of his cross while he was dying. Maybe we can wrap up our Advent by refocusing on the gift Mary is in our life as she focuses and forces us to focus and leads us uh, to Christ. Remember, Mary was the first to celebrate Advent. Mary was the first to wait for Jesus. And, and she was the first to believe in Jesus. She, she's the first Christian. Mary doesn't want to... And, and I think one of the reasons why the Protestants get nervous about our devotion to Mary is that we sometimes think Mary is the Son. Mary doesn't want to be the Son. She doesn't want to be Jesus. Uh, we, we honor Mary. We worship the Son. Mary's role is to lead us to the Son. And, and so she has a role in, in salvific history. Salvific history did not begin without her. Salvific history began with Mary when she said, yes, let it be done to me. How can this be? I don't understand, but let it be done to me. And salvific history will not be fulfilled without her. So ask the Blessed Vir Virgin Mary to, to pray for you and to lead you to her Son. If you need help waiting, she was the first to wait. If you need help believing, she was the first to believe. If, um, and it's like Peter Kreef said in one of his, one of his commentary, Dr. Peter Kreef, I, I read him often. He said, if, if, you don't, if you don't love Jesus enough, if you think you don't love Jesus enough, and none of us do, ask Mary to help you love him more. Uh, she wants that for you. Uh, she's the queen of heaven. She's the queen of angels. And the angels will, will do her bidding. So I, I, I always 
love the feast day of the Immaculate Conception mm -hmm. right in Advent where we as Catholics come to honor the woman who made Christmas possible, who said yes, and um, Advent's about preparation. And remember, the Immaculate Conception prepared the way. The, the Immaculate Conception prepared Mary for the Annunciation, uh, whereby she said, um, she said yes. Uh, the, the Immaculate Conception is about getting Jesus right. And Jesus is without sin, as Mary was, was without sin. But what a wonderful Advent figure. Another, another important figure is John the Baptist. We're going to hear a little bit about him again this weekend. Uh, one of the things people ask me is, um, how, how can I, and I, I often ask myself this, how can I pray better with the Bible? How, how can I pray better with Scripture? How do I get into more scripture? Well, uh, next to the Our Father, which is scriptural, uh, next to the prayers of Mary, the Magnificat, for example, which is scriptural, I, I always turn people to John the Baptist. And Karen, I'm showing you a draft of my bulletin article here at Corpus Christi this weekend. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going to give people... Um, uh, the, 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 the prayers of John the Baptist, you Let's can clip see. this out, paste it on your mirror. Mm -hmm. And uh, these are the prayers of John the Baptist that I think are very simple. But remember, Jesus called John the Baptist the greatest and um, the greatest prophet. Um, so um, one of the prayers of John the Baptist that we're going to hear this Sunday in our gospel is John the Baptist is going to say, I'm not the Christ. And I'm not worthy to untie his sandal strap. That's just a wonderful prayer to pray in the morning. To, to remind yourself that you're not God. That things will happen providentially according to God's will. I'm not God. Remember the first sin came into the world when Adam and Eve thought they could become like God. That was the trick. The snake said, if you eat it, you'll be like God. We, we always want to... The creature always wants to be the creator. I can be what gender I want to be. I can, I, can, I can do what I want to do. And so, I am not the Christ is a beautiful prayer. I am not the Christ. Another beautiful prayer of John the Baptist from Scripture is when John said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. And another one that is beautiful is from John chapter 3. John the Baptist said, He, Jesus, must increase and I must decrease. Very simple, beautiful, powerful prayer from the greatest prophet, John the Baptist, to pray in the morning. Lord, you must increase in my life. I must decrease so that I can make straight the way of the Lord. So, uh, our Lord taught us the Our Father. That's a very scriptural prayer mm -hmm. to pray. We have the Marian prayers. Don't overlook John the Baptist. They're courageous. They're stark. They're short. I am not the Christ. I am not worthy. Behold the Lamb. He's the Lamb of God. And our Lord must increase. I must decrease so that I can make straight the way of the Lord. So we here at Real Presence Radio... Uh, ask uh, God's grace upon all of you as we continue to work our way through Advent. Mm -hmm.
Karen, thank you for being with me today to set up in my office here at Corpus Christi. It's been very easy for me just to walk in and, and do the show. And <laughs> you do you, you do all the heavy lifting, <laughs> and I'll let you take us out, Karen. All right. We are going to hear from Aaron from our Fargo studio on the next uh, preview of the next show. On the next Do Presence Live, Tuesday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central, your hosts will be Jack and Doreen Kennelly coming to you live from our Fargo studio. Their guests will include Dr. Rebecca Raber, director of the Capella Liturgical Choir at the University of Mary, who will be sharing a sacred music Christmas celebration. We will also speak with Emily Malo, author of Theology of the Home 4, Arranging the Seasons, which offers valuable tips on how to decorate our homes for Christmas and beyond. All this and more is coming to you on the next Real Presence Live, Tuesday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central. Back to you. Thank you, Aaron. I appreciate that, and I, I believe that is the um, information that Monsignor Shea sh- shared with us about the uh, Capella of lit- right? Litur- Liturgical a- Choir. Absolutely. Yeah. Look into that, and it's a great time of the year to to um, take it all in. The Christmas season, Advent season, it's far too short. Remember the Youth Orchestra this Sunday at 3 p.m. at the Bell May in Bismarck? I'm sure in your local areas you still have Uh, concerts to go to and symphonies to attend and um, masses to attend and don't forget the the difficulty where we're probably going to have a little bit of difficulty this is one of the shortest advents we can ever have so yes uh, you do have to go to mass on the fourth sunday of advent the answer is yes i've been uh, asked that a lot (laughs) i'm I'm sorry to tell you Uh, we're going to offer uh, eight masses here uh, in a short amount of time at corpus christi to uh, we have our fourth sunday of advent mass we're only going to have three of them we're not going to have our Sunday night Mass, because then we're going to move into our three Sunday night Masses uh, before our Christmas Day Masses. So so check the uh, listings in your area for the Masses. And, and I, you know, it w- w- maybe a good way to do it, Karen, if I had to go to Mass I'd, I, on the fourth Sunday, not this Sunday, but on the fourth Sunday, I'd, I'd go to the 1045 or go, go to your late Sunday morning Mass for the fourth Sunday of Advent. Uh, go do a brunch and then catch your vigil Mass uh, and then o- open gifts. You know, it's, right. it's a challenging year, mm-hmm. but can al- it can also be a creative year. So yes. think about how you're going to do the fourth Sunday of Advent along with Christmas because we, we, can't, we can't throw it out entirely. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Well, thank you very much for bringing me on, Aaron. Thank you for taking care of things uh, back your way. Thank you for supporting your Real Presence Radio Network uh, wherever you are in the Upper Midwest. My name is Monsignor Schumacher. It's been great to be with you. Karen Selinski here has been a great help to me. And for everybody who is involved with Real Presence Radio, uh, blessed Advent, Merry Christmas coming up, and may the birth of our Lord continue to inspire us. And remember, as we near Gaudete Sunday, which is Rejoice Sunday, Joyful Sunday, inevitably and in the end, our joy, as Pope Francis said, is from our Lord's resurrection. And as all of you mothers there gave birth to your children so that they may live, let's remember the Blessed Virgin Mary, who gave birth to her son so that he may die, so that we may live. Blessed Advent, everyone. Have a good day. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. 
Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.